The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Portion of the show brought to you by Craig's Tax Service, specializing in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping services. Find out more at Craig'sTaxService.com. John Ding is back with you. Dyron Birdwell, our guest here on the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coaches Corner from the Oakland Patriots. And Dyron, just tell me your year. Sum it up. It's been it's been it's been wild and wacky. I yeah. guess. Is yeah. That, is that how to put it? Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, we uh, we've been really up and down. Uh, we play. I think we started off two and ten, and then. I think we win ten of our next thirteen, or we were five and twelve, and won seven of eight, and then we lose three straight there at the end. We play uh, play Lebanon, and you know lose kind of on a heartbreaker. Where if we'd have made some free throws, you find a way to beat a really good team at third place on senior night with a Mr. Basketball finalist, and then come back against York the next night, and it just didn't play very well. And then we you know have a week off and start preparing for a district tournament and. You know, we didn't play bad against Blackman. I didn't think we we did what we wanted game plan wise. And credit Coach Workman and Blackman and their kids for not allowing us to do what we wanted. Um, and you know, they get up fifteen, we cut it to three, and then you know, just couldn't make the plays there down the stretch to find a way to win that one. And you know, you you know, like you said, up and down and wacky. We feel like you know maybe. We're not doing what we need to be doing this time of year, and we come back Tuesday night against Siegel and play probably one of, if not our best game of the year. You know, played really well, attacked the rim, shot it well, defended well. Um, like I said, just a just a weird bunch, uh, man. I, I've told people all year that this time of year, I normally know exactly what I've got, and. I know what I've got if the good Oakland shows up, but I also know what I've got if the bad one shows up as yeah, well. And so. I'll tell you what, when they're good, they're really good. Uh, when uh, in the Blackman game, and you were talking about that, we cut it to three. It seemed like uh, maybe a little rushed shots, a few few shots that you know trying to get that get that basket, and people trying to maybe do too much. Is that is that a good assessment of that? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Uh, of course, the back to back offensive rebounds defensively is what you know I look back to at big time that killed us. We cut it to three, we force a miss, we give up offensive rebound. We go down, like you said, we take a quick shot and try to do a little too much and. They get it and come down, and we force a miss again. And then we give up offensive rebound put back, and we're down seven. And, of course, as you know, in a, in a game like that and with a team like Blackman, it, it, that's that's a lot. And, uh, you know, cut it to five two or three times. We just couldn't couldn't make the stop or get the play or make the read to, uh, to, to find a way to come back and win that one. And, of course, you know, we're all so close talent-wise, you know, everybody in our league and uh, – that's all it takes is a mistake or two, and you'll you'll be you know either sitting at the house or moving on this time of year. I was um, we were watching the game against uh, Siegel, which I, I, I agree with you your assessment. I think that's one of the best games they played all year, and uh, Brody Burchard was unbelievable. And to me, it was movement without the ball. Ballard penetrated, found him. I mean, there were uh, good guard play too. I mean, it was like um, I'm like I'm sitting here going, now this is what they're capable of when they're hitting all cylinders, right? Yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly right. You know, our uh, our our I guess strength of our team and program this year is our size. You know, with Casey 
Williams, Brody Bertrand, and Javon Ballard, all three making all district in the regular season, and then Brody making all tournament. But our guards with Marshall Ashley, yeah, uh, Malcolm Ashley a little bit. He's kind of a three-four guy. Bronson Chris, Marquise Wiley. When those guys play well, is normally when we play well, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you know they're going they're going to be asked to do a lot tonight. And you know, hopefully moving forward, if if we were fortunate enough to win tonight and, and find a way to move on. But yeah, they're they're a very key part. I thought against Siegel, they did a great job of not turning the ball over, finding the open guy, playing unselfish, playing hard nosed defense, making the right read, and and of course playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. You know, speaking of defense, I thought Chris played one of his best defensive games against Siegel. It was, uh, I mean, he was dead on, and 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 uh, again, taking good shots. And, and to me, which was kind of the opposite of Blackman in terms of certain parts of the game, um, it, it's it's amazing to me what clicks in a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid. And if I knew the secret formula, I'd be handing it to you right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wish I had it. You know, it'd make, make coaching a little <laughs> bit easier if I could do it. Uh, but but now, uh, or maybe we should ask Coach Workman. His guys seem to always figure it out this time <laughs> of year. Um, but, but now, um, Bronson has the ability – uh, to be one of, if not the best perimeter defender we've got in the league, um, his thing is a little bit mental. He uh, he gets he wants to steal every pass, which is awesome when he's doing it. You know, um, I, I guess against Rockville at the end of the year, he had nine steals. You know, and I'd never had a kid. I don't think ever have a double-double with steals, and he was almost the first. Uh, I don't think I've ever had anybody with nine until him. But he, he'll get a little antsy or, or, or a little frustrated or, or things of that nature, and he'll get get a little lost sometimes. But, man, when he's on, he's he's so good and brings so much to our team. And against Siegel, he did, you know. Um, and these, know- were, these were ball handlers. I mean, Siegel has some – great ball handlers and 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 he was he was up front he was great yeah he did a great job you know uh i thought the key to that game um you know kind of going into the you know the blackman game we didn't we knew you know what they are but and they just made eight threes against riverdale the night before and our thing was hey we didn't want them to get hot we give up eight you Mm -hmm. know and and that was frustrating and then you know getting ready to play seagull you're like hey they've got you know Two of the best guards in the in the district with Carter Webb, who ended up being MVP, and Mac Moss, who made all district, and of course they've got some other pieces around them that play really well. But you know, I thought the key to our game Tuesday night was, uh, I guess Carter Webb at 15 and Roth Clark, you know, helped him with 16. But we held Max scoreless, you know, to, mm-hmm. to zero, and that was the key in the game. And you know, he missed some shots that he probably makes, and you know, he was probably frustrated with himself. But I do think that that. We bothered them a little, a little bit with our with our length, and and you know got our hands on some balls and made a couple plays, and and you know that that was big and something we're going to have to do tonight against Cane Ridge if we want to come out of there with a win. And speaking of continuing with the guard play, I, I, I want to shout out to Ashley who uh, has really picked it up. Even I know you had a little rough spell right before the district, but. Um, still overall, he is he's picked his game up some too. Yeah, you know Marshall is. Uh, I've kind of said all year he may he may not be our best player, but he's our most valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's not there, uh, we we miss him. You know, we went six and two at home this year and lost to Cookville and lost to York in both of those games. He didn't play for sickness or or, or something of that nature, injury, what what have you. Um, but he he brings so much to our team as far as handling the ball as 
has taken the pressure off of some guys that that don't have to handle it as much with him in the game with you know getting guys in the right spots defending pressuring the ball you know he he's very important to our team and and he he did a great job you know and he could have very easily been one of those all-district guys. I know the Blackman game at home, he played out of his mind in fourth especially. And, um, you know, he had some really good games throughout the year. Uh, you know, I, I think he had seven, eight assists one game. I'm trying to remember exactly when it was. But, you know, Marshall's won again, you know, kind of back to our saying earlier, if he plays well, we normally play well. Um, and, and that's, again, the hope that, We've got it bottled up for tonight and ready for him to play well. And speaking of playing well and, and the helps as, as Burchard, uh, I thought he moved without the ball better than I'd seen him in a long time and, and wanting the ball, but moving without the ball. Yeah, Brody was very active on uh, on Tuesday, and he's going to have to be active tonight. A uh, little bit different team. Cane uh, Ridge has a little bit more size, but Brody's, you know, we got to have Brody play well to, to help us uh, to help us win this game. Um, he uh, – like he had twenty four and eight or twenty four and nine uh, again against Seagull of the night. Like you said, was active, posting, finding open spots, calling for the ball, demanding the ball, making the right read, uh, and not forcing it. You know, he had fifteen shots, but I didn't think he took a lot of bad ones. You know, he he took what the defense gave him and 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 you know took advantage of it, and made some plays. You know, and credit to him for for doing that, and credit to the guards for finding him in the right areas. And I'll wrap it up with Ballard. Uh, he's kind of your steady, you know, when you need a basket, uh, you know, you put it in his hands. And uh, But I thought he did a great job of distributing the ball, too, uh, the other night, kind of doing a little combination of both. He did. You know, Javon is a uh, – he's, he's a senior, but he hadn't played a lot before this year. And, you know, I, I think that – a lot of guys, you know, normally they're freshmen or sophomores when they when they start realizing this. But with Javon, he had to wait wait his turn. Is a lot of times younger guys think they got to score to play well, mm-hmm. and you know. Javon can score. You know, he's our leading scorer. He, he's done a lot of things throughout games this year to give us an opportunity to win or keep us in games or give us a chance. Um, but there's also times where we need Javon to – defend you know we got to have you defend to, to play well we got to have you rebound to play well got to have you find an open guy you know on the play call and make the right read and and make the correct basketball play and you know again all these kids and everywhere think you got to score to play well and you know while obviously at the end of the day you got to you got to put the ball in the basket more than the other team to win there are different ways based on your role and what your team needs to play well. And I thought Javon has has really bought into that throughout the year of figuring out exactly what our team needs at the right time and making the correct play. Uh, we're talking to Coach Birdwell. Uh, last uh, couple of questions here, Darren. Uh, tell us a little bit about Cane Ridge and, and what you know about them. Um, you know, their best player, uh, number three, big kid inside, kind of plays – He's a face-up more guy, but he can score with his back to his back, back to the basket. He's uh, he's been injured, missed a lot of games. Kind of why the record was what it was uh, throughout the year. Um, really athletic. Uh, got got some size. Uh, got some guys that are streaky shooters. Can shoot it really well at times. Uh, and you know they they were playing their best basketball last week. Uh, you know they're in a playing game with Smyrna, and Smyrna's up eleven with probably two two fifteen to go in the game, and 
Cane Ridge goes on a 14-0 run, comes back and wins by three, or they'd be at home right now. Mm-hmm. And then they turn around and play to Antioch, uh, the one seed right after that. And again, Antioch gets up 26-12 to in the first half, and uh, Cane Ridge battles back, finds a way, forces overtime, and then, you know, lost a tough one in overtime to Laverne, or they'd be the district champions after, you know, not, not you know, kind of struggling throughout the year. Um, will be a good test for us. We'll be, uh, you know, I'm sure a good environment. Um, we're, we're excited about the opportunity, and, and hopefully, you know, we can come out on top and keep, keep – we just want to keep playing and keep practicing this time of year. There you go. Um, be sure I, – I, is your is the is your top cheerleader going tonight? Yeah, she, she's she'll gonna be, be there. Yeah, she'll be there. She'll she's be got there. her pom-poms ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, her shake-shakes is what she calls it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's ready to go with her shake-shakes. She, uh, she was standing down there beside the, the cheerleaders last night at the girls' game, and, uh, of course, I let my wife be the bad guy, but uh, she she was not happy about having to leave the cheerleaders at times uh, last night. But, yep, J-Lo will be there. You know, hopefully she can uh, – she can give us that six man and, and give us a little effort and hopefully uh, hopefully we can find a way to win. Now is she destined to be a cheerleader or will that switch to basketball? You uh, think because uh, she's a gym rat. Yeah, but, I'm hoping it's you know it switches to basketball, but we'll do whatever <laughs> she wants to do. Uh, of course, uh, yeah, 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 we're just looking forward to seeing what she wants to do as she gets older. Yeah, Dad, you have no cho- no choice in that matter. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think. But uh, anyway, it's good to talk to you and good luck tonight against Kane Ridge. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right, that's Diron Birdwell, the head coach of. The the Oakland Patriots. We've got Stewart's Creek basketball coming up right after we take this time out. But first, before you do that, I've got to tell you that this show's been brought to you by First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. If you're looking for a hometown feel with your bank, turn to the First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, offering full-service banking and mortgage services. We'll be right back. 